Welcome to Her Pursuit to Purpose podcast with Tamia, where I'm helping women to transform their mindset so that she can walk in her purpose confidently. Happy, happy new year. We are in the sixth day of the new year, and I hope that you are still motivated and inspired to hold on to those goals you set for yourself. Even if you didn't set any goals or new year resolutions, I hope that you are still on a high, that this is another year that you have made it in this earth and that you are still excited and passionate to live in the purpose-filled life that you were created to have. But for those of us who struggle with coming up with goals or maybe just choose not to set those goals we are all not clear of any hiccups along the way that this life is not free of frustration and disruptive moments right so I want to talk about that today of how we can shift our perspective from our disruption moments I want to share with you first a quote. It says, disruption is divine timing at work. Your disruption moments is divine timing at work. So we don't realize it when we're going through because that's just how we are as humans. That disruption is definitely divine timing at work. But before we get started in those, those four reasons why disruption does not mean discouragement, let's look at the difference between a distraction and a disruption. So distractions are placed in your life to deter you from your God-given gifts and talents. And some of those distractions, if we are honest, are caused by our own agendas. You can always decipher a distraction from reality by asking yourself, does this support the life I am trying to create? Distractions can come in the form of feelings of inadequacy and even through people. Via our friendships and relationships, you think about those situations that were for a season that weren't meant to be long term, right? Those friendships and those relationships, those were distractions. Distractions are anything that is in that's not enhancing your growth on your purpose journey. And lastly, Distractions do not serve you or your purpose. They're meant to distract you, hence the word distract. They are meant to make you confused. They are meant to make you distracted. Disruptions, however, are sometimes those hidden gems given to us through God as a work as a wake-up call. So reflect on the difference. What was a distraction in your life? And what was a disruption in your life? And I wanted to share with you in particular in the Bible where Moses experienced disruption on his journey. God had to disrupt Moses' agenda because Moses didn't see himself as worthy enough to lead his people out of Egypt. He Moses was leaning into his own limiting beliefs. He had all kinds of excuses um, when God wanted to call him to, to lead the people out of Egypt. But God had to disrupt his negative thinking by way of a burning bush. Instead 
of leaning into his beliefs instead of leading leaning into God Moses said who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt he said Lord I'm not very good with words I've never been and I'm not now he said I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled Moses had a stuttering problem Moses didn't see himself as a leader because of what he was surrounded by who represented leaders. At that time, those leaders had power, they had money, they had status. So Moses was like, how how am I supposed to get these people? How am I supposed to lead these people? I look nothing like what I see around me. And that's the danger of just being encapsulated by what you see in your immediate environment. Moses couldn't see past his limiting beliefs. He could not understand why God wanted him to do such a thing. He, he just was confused. And that's important to remember that we will not always understand the why, but we must remain faithful and operate from a space of gratitude. So what if, what if Moses stayed in that place of self-pity and self-doubt? What if God never sent that disruption of a burning bush to Moses? Moses would have never seen his full potential. So by the end of this post, I will share with you four reasons disruption is not discouragement. But first, and another thing before we get into those four reasons, what I mean, I want you to reflect. I want you to be honest with yourself and to think of those disruption moments. Pause Pause the podcast if you have to before we even dig into those four reasons and just reflect on your own disruption moment. For me, a few years ago, I would find myself distracted by always wanting to be an achiever, having to always have things figured out and perfected. And that was a a stumbling block that God had to just shake up in me. And he still is because as for me, I want things to go down my little checklist. I wanted things to, to, to fit in my box. I wanted things to be comfortable and not, not difficult, right? And I think we've all had those moments before. And I, I just wanted to have things figured out and perfected. And I was comfortable in life and I was safe. Um, but in the reality, I was just coasting on autopilot. I've was always successful in my education and I've always had a pretty good job and I didn't realize how much I relied on things to work out smoothly and perfect until so much I wanted it to be perfect that it ultimately blocked me from God's purpose and vision and God had to shake me up I was I was a assistant child care director and the integrity of the company was very questionable uh, down to the finances and how they were paying their employees. And I was like, but, but God, this, this job is good. The money is good. Like what's going on? Why can't they do what they're supposed to do? And I've always was looking at other people in that situation instead of putting my trust and my faith in God. I was finger pointing. I was blaming and God had to say to me, relax. This is not the end. I am your sustainer. I am your provider. Your checklist is going to get shaken up. 
This is not the job that you're supposed to be at. This is just a temporary moment. This is just temporary people because you need to spend more time with me. Right? I was not spending those moments, those devotional time with God. So he had to send me disruption in the form of a career that was not good for my soul. The integrity of the place was very questionable. And the owners were very questionable, but he was like, you put your faith in a job more than you put your faith in me. You put your faith in people more than you put your faith in me. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. (laughs) So God had to send me disruption in the form of job instability. So after that, I had to find another place to work and I became a behavior therapist. And if you've ever experienced the field of therapy, if the client cancels or if the family's out on vacation, you have to fill that position with another client or you just don't get paid. So again, my finances were being shaken up. I never, ever, ever went without. But it was much different now, and I had to keep digging. I had to get in a collaboration with God, and I had to allow him to work in me. God said, I am who I am. God's not confined to your limiting thinking or mine, but he is who he needs us to be at any given moment. So he needed me to grow in my faith. He needed me to grow my finances. And honestly, if he didn't disrupt me, I wouldn't know that he... I wouldn't have known personally that he's my provider, my mind regulator, my sustainer. So I needed the disruption and so do you. So I began to journal. I began to write a lot because this became an outlet, not knowing that today these entries will serve a higher purpose to reach others and to share my insight on a journey of purpose. Uh, Journaling to me is a beautiful thing. And I've shared this many, many, many times before. That it's indeed a beautiful thing. And I encourage you to to do the same. Uh, You need to let out those frustrations and you need to let go of those feelings of doubt. And I encourage you to get one. There was a pattern that I noticed in most of my entries. You know, before, well, after I ranted about life and everything, that always ended things on a positive note. And that the journal serves as a reminder that that's not the end all be all. And when you go back and you look over that, hey, I was stuck in this season, but I got out of it or I was broken in this season, but I got out of it. That's a powerful, a powerful reflective moment that allows you to be your own motivating factor, that your story is unique, that your experience is unique and that those disruption moments is divine timing at work. So I don't know what your disruption moment is. You have to figure that out. You have to figure out what you were learned, what you were supposed to learn in that moment, right? You have to go back on your own journey. But I want, while you're reflecting back on your own journey, I want to give you those four reasons, right? So before I get into the reasons, I want to first get you unstuck and encouraged by asking yourself, What good is it to be discouraged? What do you get out of being discouraged? Again, it's a perspective piece, you know, and next I want you to reflect on 
What solution do you actually reach when you're in a place of discouragement? Are you going anywhere? Probably not. So again, reflect on your own personal journey. But our, uh, our, our subconscious mind, our subconscious mind does not know how to separate facts from opinion. That's why it's important to speak to your subconscious mind, to have those daily affirmations and those journal prompts and, and to really speak to your subconscious mind. Whatever you feed your subconscious mind, it's going to respond to. So, for example, if you find yourself dwelling on the negative aspect of a situation and constantly ask yourself, why me? You are telling your subconscious mind something's wrong with you. You will start to believe that something is truly wrong with you. And when you think this every single day, you stunt your progression. You're stunning your purpose journey. So in a moment of reflection, just reflect on those questions. What good is it to be discouraged? And what solution do I actually reach when I'm in a place of discouragement? So four reasons why disruption does not mean discouragement. When you're experiencing disruption, there's going to be on a level of discomfort. So number one, discomfort takes us out of our comfort zone and shows us a new area of growth. So when you're in that moment of disruption, you're feeling uneasy. You're feeling nervous. You're feeling anxious, but it's taking you out of your comfort zone and it's showing you a new area of growth. It's showing you that you are bigger than this disruption moment. It's causing you to push forward. So discomfort takes you out of your comfort zone and it shows you a new area of growth. It's causing you to believe bigger and to fulfill the purpose that you were created for. Number two, disruption is God's way of getting your attention. That bush had to set on fire to get Moses' attention. You might not have something as drastic as a burning bush, but you'll get something from God to serve as a way of getting your attention. As to shake up your day-to-day comfort zone routine, your bucket list, your checklist, He has to get your attention. We are flawed human beings. We want things the way we want it to be. Hence my checklist of what I needed to be perfected and to walk in my comfort zone. He had to shake up my own life to get my attention. He had to shake up my job instability to let me know that Girl, you're doing this wrong, that your focus is on the wrong thing, that your checklist is on the wrong. Where am I on that checklist? You know, where is our collaboration time? Where is your devotional time? So he had to he he has to give you disruptions to get your attention. Number three, disruption is a sign of progression. You go you're growing. You're growing through so much. They call it growing pains. So disruption is a sign of progression. Moses had the burning bush. Moses had to get over his stuttering problem. He was walking into a leadership role. He was moving forward as a new person. He was progressing. He couldn't just sit by and let life happen. 
God needed him for a purpose. That means he was progressing. He was moving forward. And think of your disruption moment. How is this getting you to progress? How is this getting you to move and believe bigger in yourself than what you've ever done before? And lastly, disruption can rebirth and give gifts. Disruption can rebirth and give gifts. You're a whole new person now because you've experienced your disruption moment. You are walking in a different purpose because of your disruption moment. You're creating a new life for yourself because of your disruption moment. You are not the same as what you used to be because of your disruption moment. Moses gave the gift to the people of getting out of the control of Pharaoh. What is your disruption moment giving a rebirth to? Is it more patience? Is it more faith? Is it more love? And sometimes the gifts aren't monetary. And sometimes you're not going to see that gift in six months, in maybe two years. But what are you, where can you see your future self being when you look at your disruption moments? What is it teaching you? So the four reasons why disruption is not discouragement. Number one, discomfort takes us out of our comfort zone and shows us a new area of growth. You're growing. Number two, disruption is God's way of getting your attention. Wake up, girl. What are you doing? Why are you so complacent? I need you to do this. So it's getting your attention. Number three, disruption is a sign of progression. You're growing. You're moving. You're reaching a new level. You're creating a new life for yourself. Number four, disruption can rebirth and give gifts. You are rebirthing a new level of yourself. So disruption, disappointment, and discouragement is not the end. It's just the beginning. It's the beginning of a new chapter of your life, a chapter that is more powerful. It's more fearless and filled with so many promises and I truly hope this serves as a reminder that your purpose comes into true manifestation in the midst of your disruption moment only if we decide to look at it from a different lens and I want you to continue to to listen I want you to come back and listen to the podcast you may not be experiencing your disruption moment at at this particular season and when you do are you prepared for it is your mind in a place to move forward from that moment not to say we can't be hopeful and to come off your high of your new year's resolutions and your goals but how are you preparing yourself for those moments so On a final thought, disruption is not an enemy to purpose. It's our eternal friend. It's enabling us to walk purposefully and have the life and love that God has always intended for us to live. So, happy new year. Happy new year. And I am so hopeful and excited that you will continue to move throughout this new year with a fresh perspective that allows you 
to walk in your purpose and to not let disruption deter your purpose journey, but to enhance your purpose journey. And as always, I thank you for your gift of time. I love to hear from you. I love to see or hear how this podcast is affecting your life and the lives of those that you surround yourself with. So I invite you to visit my website at www.herpursuit2purpose.com. Like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friend. As always, thank you for your gift of time. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week, and I will check with you soon. Bye-bye.